What's the deal? What's yeah, the yeah, deal, yeah, y'all? Yeah, we yeah. back on the patio politics. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's happening, sir, T? Mac, what's, what's up, man? I'm chilling, man. I'm in the space to be. I'm feeling, I'm feeling electrified right now because yeah. it's a little bit more Leo energy in the room. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just feeling gravy, feeling good. You know what I'm saying? Patio politics, y'all. Welcome, 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 welcome. Make sure y'all like, subscribe, share, comment. You know what I'm saying? Let the car- conversation carry on in the comment section. But we got an episode for y'all today. Mm. We got an episode for y'all today. You know what I'm saying? Sweet on the eye and the ear. Beautiful. Inside and out. Beautiful. Inside and out. The title for today's episode, we got The Voice that Echoes Beauty. Yes, yes. The Voice that Echoes Beauty. The Voice that Echoes Beauty, y'all. Now that we done planted that seed, we're going to let that go ahead and uh, grow and fester inside your brain. Uh, We about to hit this theme real quick and we're going to get into this episode because we want to share this lovely gift that we have with us with you so uh stay tuned right after this we hope you stay a while cause it's right up for life trying to be part of your life we got whatever you like come on and just give us a try yeah cause it's right up for life trying to be part of your life we got whatever you like yeah. come on and just give us a try yeah i said it's right up for life Come in with the shows that you like. We're trying to be the best on the mic. DJ playing cuss that you like, yeah. It could be the start of your day. Or maybe just the end of your night. Uh, uh. But if you rock it with us, patio politics is gonna do you right. Oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We hope you stay a while. We do. Not T. What's gonna happen to him? Man, we're gonna take him out to the desert in the trunk. Oh. Yeah. And we're gonna leave him out there. We might sing to him. You might sing to him. <laughs> might sing to him. I ain't singing shit. You gotta pay for that. <laughs> right. Pay for that. But uh, man, we got a lovely, 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 lovely guest here with us yes, today. Indeed. Like I said, that Leo energy is running grand, is running strong right now. Singer, model, everybody, welcome to the patio, Miss Candy Elaine. Candy Elaine, y'all. Candy, welcome to the patio. You've been here before. Yes, I have. You've been here before, but today it's time to focus on you. Yes. Show spotlight, man. Show spotlight. How you feeling today? How, how how's it going? Good. Yeah, I'm good. Feeling good. We gonna make you feel great. We'll make you feel great I love today. That. I love that. Indeed, indeed. So usually with everybody that comes onto the patio, we got three special. Well, we got yeah, three special questions that we like to ask just to de- uh, dive into it just a little bit. We want to know what is your uh, passion in life, what is your purpose in life, and what is your pleasure in life. Oh, yeah. passion pleasure and purpose purpose. the three p's passion in life is to really just live my most authentic life being my most authentic self Mm. and doing so through art you know as a young creative my pleasure in life is to just be happy literally like I, i get pleasure out of just being filled with happiness with my family and my friends like that's something that really does it for me and passion yeah. right passion is 
it kind of goes along with purpose um, as far as just being able to create what I want to create for myself, being able to tell a story about myself, being able to live in like my true authentic self um, and however God want me to do so. Mm. So. Mm. You definitely have the opportunity to do just that right here. We thank yeah. you for coming for yes, the, to the patio politics. Um, question. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It resonates well, right? Yeah. Like really well, really well, really well. So, uh, who is Candy? Who is Candy? Um, Candy is a multifaceted woman. So, I'm not someone that you can box in whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So, I get this a lot. People look at me and be like, oh, she's probably super sweet. She's probably innocent. She's probably this. She's probably that. I'm probably none of those things that you think about me when you first meet me until you have a conversation with me. Hmm. And then when you have a conversation with me, you realize that, damn, you're a lot of things. Like you're a layered being, like you're funny. You are smart. You are calm. You can get rowdy. You know, you can be calm. You can be you know, loving, caring, nurturing, all of these things in one. You can be creative. You can be an overthinker. So I'm just someone that can be boxed in, period. And just a beautiful soul, you know, got to put that out there. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I want to ask a quick question because uh, we go back as far as college, for those who don't <laughs> know. Um, but you know what? When I first met you, I didn't know about your creative side. Mm-hmm. Um we actually met under uh black student union i believe it was yep yep and and uh that was new that's funny because i was back in school at that time when i met you so i hadn't seen you in the years prior but um can you take us back to like when the when that creative spirit first came upon you Mm. um the creative spirit first came upon me when i was 12. i remember the moment um i've always been one that likes to be in my own little world so i always entertained myself um that's one thing like my siblings and my family have said about me like candace she don't really need to be around i wish she she can entertain herself Mm -hmm. um and as a young girl i didn't realize that i had this like imagination and um and that i actually could sing and that i actually could write and that I, that I can do all these things. It was just fun. I was just, I thought I was just being a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had a, a childhood friend that heard me singing, like just for fun. And I thought everybody could sing. I don't know why I, I thought everybody could hit like the same notes that you hear on songs. Um, but one of my childhood friends was like, oh, you can sing. And I'm like, really? She's like, can everybody? Like, can everybody? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? And she's like, no. Then she's like, okay, well, sing this, sing this, sing that. Um, and this is in middle school. We ended up having a broad, an off-Broadway program that came to our school. And she literally forced me to um, audition for this mm. um, Broadway um, program that came to the school. And that's when it awakened, like, oh my God, like, I actually enjoy this. So I learned my voice. I got vocal coaching during that time. Wow. Learned, you know, exactly how to properly use my voice. Learned how to be on the stage with other people and also be on stage with myself because I had a a solo and um, how to follow direction and things of that sort. Um, And then aside from like being in like the entertainment part of things, um, my mom had me in, or mom and dad actually, like I played the clarinet from Mm. like age eight to 14, which most people don't even know. Mm. Um, 
So I always had this inclination for music. And then throughout grade school, I was a part of like all of the plays. Like I loved being in the plays. I loved being able to play my instruments. So it started at a very young age. Mm. But I would say 12 is when it all kind of connected. And I was like, okay, so you you like to sing, you know how to sing, you know how to play instruments, you're not afraid to get on the stage in front of people, you know how to like perform in front of a crowd. Like, you actually got this. Like, yeah. this is something that, yeah. this is cool. Like, all you the can proper do this. Ingredients. Yeah. So that was that moment. So you had this all along, all that time. All this time. I swear, I knew you for some years. I did not know this about you. Because even, man, in college, I did not hear you sing. And, and at that point, I wasn't. Um, I did a lot of performing performing arts when I was a kid. Mm. But then once I got to college, um, I started focusing on my education. And I kind of put the things that I really, really enjoyed, that was mm. really fun to me, to the on side. the back burner. Yeah. Because it was like, well, you got to go to school. You have to, get an, you have to get an education. You have to work for corporate America. Like, I was trying to follow along with, you know, what the American dream is. Even though my mom was very supportive before I applied to college, she was like, why don't you go to a, um, like a performing arts school yeah, or a music yeah, school or a theater yeah. school? And I didn't know much about it. I was like, can I even be anything going to a, like a music school? Like, what type, like, what do I do? Like, do they exist? Like, like what yeah. do I do after I go to school? Mm -hmm. Um, so after just being in college and realizing like this school shit, <laughs> <laughs> this school sh shit ain't really yeah it ain't really satisfying me yeah. like i don't feel fulfilled with it's not feeding your soul it's not feeding my soul and most people don't know that i would spend time like in the house or in the car in my own room like singing and writing and doing these things again i as a child i did these things in my own space um so i kept it a secret i always kept yeah. it a secret i didn't i didn't know how to share it and be comfortable sharing my interests if you, if you don't mind me asking, was there a particular event or something that occurred to you that made you want to keep that a secret? Because when you when I first heard you saying it was like, who is this person? I'm like, I didn't know you because you told me it was like, I'm I'm a I'm a go sing. And he, I think you had mentioned it was with Josh or something that unplugged. And I was like, yeah, I didn't know you could sing like that. Nobody knew. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. I'm knew. like, why keep something like why that, keep a, that secret? a secret? Yeah, I don't know. That is something that like I try to like process myself hmm. um i guess maybe i didn't see enough people doing it around me mm -hmm. like my surroundings is like you know higher education like my family they are like straight by the book like you go to school you get your education you get your job you have your family things of that nature so like that's what i saw and then what i really wanted was contradicting what i saw so yeah. i didn't know how to like tap into it and be comfortable yeah to be able even, to share to be able to share know if it was though, the right thing even though my family was very supportive okay i guess i just didn't want to be the oddball like yeah. i just felt like it was it was different or, or maybe i should be doing what you guys are doing was it because like you you felt like maybe you would stand out and you didn't actually want that or no i didn't mind i never <laughs> never minded uh standing out okay um i just i guess i didn't have enough like feeding into the mm. gift that i had gotcha. versus what they were actually feeding into me so they supported me but i don't think i was getting nurtured enough in that where it's like okay this is what you're interested in let's let's do let's, this let's like 100%. really full blown yeah. make sure you're into this got you yeah so can i ask too then within that gap of time that you were keeping it a secret what was the event that took place or you know 
what what came to you was there an epiphany where you were like i you know i, I love this i want to get back to this i need this or what was it that brought you back into it what brought me back into it was um when i graduated from college like i was not happy <laughs> mm -hmm. i was not happy like most people are like oh it's a celebration you got your degree you're gonna go do these things and i'm just like i actually don't even want this piece of paper mm -hmm. and i have no desire to work for anybody's company mm. i like and in that moment like i went into this like depressive state of like damn did you waste all your years like yeah. following a dream that wasn't really your dream mm -hmm. And I didn't want to live with that resentment. So I said, okay, let me open up a little bit more. And um, one of my sisters was just like, well, if this is what you like to do, just do it. Like, just do it. And um, she was like, just go for it. And during this time, when I started actually performing, cause I didn't tell anybody that I was, I knew how to sing that had just recently met me. Like yeah. my childhood friends knew that and my family knew that. Mm -hmm. And they would put me on to stuff. Like I was singing my, uh, my siblings' weddings, like they're like, well, you're you're going to sing here, you're going to sing at her birthday party, you're going to sing at this wedding. So they definitely did support it, but I felt, I don't know why I felt kind of out of place. But um, after I graduated from college, I was driving, <laughs> I was driving Lyft, um, and I remember my sister saying like, if it's something you want to do, just do it, you know, like put yourself in the right places, and then just like say what you know how to do, and then just go go forward so I'm driving um Lyft in Hollywood and I was getting ready to um I was getting ready to stop driving like turn off log off or whatever and I got one last ride from this like chick that literally went to go from one corner to the next like mm. she parked her car on her street in Hollywood and she was like it's it's late I don't want to walk up yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want an uber <laughs> to Makes the front sense. and in that she was like I'm putting on this live music show and one of my singers just like canceled on me. I got to figure out how to do auditions and find somebody to replace them. And I'm just like, should I say, should I tell Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> should I tell I say? I'm like, I'm, and then I hear my sister Tiffany Boyce saying, just, just tell people what you do. And I was like, I sing. And she was like, for real? And I was like, okay, I know if I tell I sing, she's going to be like, sing right now. So I have to be prepared. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I had just did a wedding like a, a random friend of mine had put me on to a wedding so i wasn't too afraid to sing because i had just sang yeah, just right, a wedding so um i put over and i sang ribbon in the sky by stevie wonder because i just did it for the wedding so i'm like i know i know how to sing this song <laughs> um, and yeah. she's like as i'm singing it she's like wow and she's like you're booked like you're gonna yeah, be you're yeah. the addition i'm like this bitch is lying like she ain't got no because you know it's hollywood it's yeah, LA. Yeah, yeah, people move yeah. out here and they tell you they talk a they, lot of talk they talk a lot of talk and i'm from here so i'm just like mm, i don't know so anyway she's just like yeah like you're booked um i want you i'm gonna send you all the details for everything now and i'm really thinking in my head like she's lying like i don't think this is a real thing and then she sends me the information for the Viper Room mm, on Sunset. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, no, I'm going to send you the event right now. And it had her face on it. It was mm. like jazz night or whatever the case. And um, she was like, I'm emailing the guy now to like add you to the set list. I'm sending you the whole information on what you need to do, rehearsals and stuff. I'm just like, damn, just like that? Yeah. Just like that. Just by just being myself. Yeah, just being what opening I up. Yeah. Look at God. And um, at this point... I think we had, yeah, we had just graduated college. So my mm -hmm. college friends that I spent a lot of time with, they didn't know that yeah. I had seen. They just knew that I took school seriously. And um, 
I literally just started telling people like, hey, so I got a show in like two weeks. I'm going to be Everybody, singing. What? They're what? like, what? Where is yeah. this coming That's actually like a scene? perfect introduction because it's just like for, for all your friends that didn't know that side of you is like, okay, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How dare you, number one? Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> all this time, you ain't never said nothing. We ain't heard nothing. Like we could have been doing this. And then like, mm-hmm. dope. I, I'm about to come and support that in NCC, what you all about. And then when they get there and it's just like, oh my gosh, she's yeah. actually good. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Like, what's going on? Why aren't you doing this more? Like, and I had um, thirty people come out just on mm. the strength of like, we we fuck with you, and you say you sing like we just gonna we we're coming to support coming you support. whatever yeah. you got going on. And it was other singers there, and I majority of the people that was in the venue came to see me. Yeah. Mm. And I was how just did like, that feel? I was just like, damn, girl, like, what's your problem? Like, why are you haven't been, like, promoting this this whole time? You have people that can and will support you. And yeah. it was on a Tuesday, too. Like, it was yeah. a week. It was, like, 8 o'clock. And, you know, it's hard to get from yeah. one place to the next during that time. And all my friends were working. My family was working. So people are really just, like, breaking their necks to get to, um, to the event. And, yeah, so that's what recently um, sparked singing, singing again was being in a lift car picking up somebody that was put on the show and then me just saying like i sing what did you sing at the show do you remember yeah um i sang um sweetest taboo friday mm. i did um don't know why by Nora jones i did um he loves me by joe scott mm. and i did I did two Jill Scott's and two Sade's. Sure I also did. did Smooth Operator and then I did um, The Way. Live band? Live band. Live band, yeah. And that was my first time like yeah. ever being on a stage where like all eyes are on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everybody's just coming to see me essentially. So I was like, what the hell am I doing? But I just went with it. I was like, just go, go with the flow. Yeah, you hear now? She killed it. You hear now? Oh, thank you. You killed it. You hear now? I had to learn the songs, like a lot of the songs. I was like, I had like mm-hmm. two weeks to like get all my shit together. I'm going to let y'all know I was there and she out sang the girl who actually <laughs> ran the show. That. <laughs> I know that's bold to say, but no, she did. It was like the whole night, everybody was just like, man, where did she come from? Yeah, yeah. That was, that was an interesting little situation with her. Yeah, I see, I see you said uh, Sade and Jill Scott, you know what I'm saying? I want to tap into what influenced you, but we're going to go ahead and, and, and jump into that after we come for this break. You know what I'm saying? We got to pay these bills yes, real sir. quick on the patio politics. Shout out to our sponsors. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to be right back at y'all in just a little bit. Stay tuned. More on the patio, y'all. You are now rocking with the patio politics. What up, what up, what up, up y'all? Back on the patio. You rocking tea? I'm rocking, man. You rocking candy? Mm-hmm. You rocking Mac? Yes, I'm rocking. Yes, I have to talk to myself sometimes, make sure I'm in a straight line. You yes, know, sir. You know. But uh, Sade, Jill mm. Scott, um, your first memory of singing and just wanting to be in that, that, that atmosphere, what was it that you heard on the radio that had you singing along? It was Sade. Yeah. It was Sade and it was Anita Baker. Okay. Um, mm. And my dad played them out. Like okay. My dad um, would like clean up, 
like wash his car or water the grass and stuff like that. And he would always just have music playing. So it was more than Saturday. Yeah. So it was everyday yeah. music. Yeah. Was on. Uh-huh. Okay. And um, my dad was the one that uh, took me to school throughout grade school. So okay. I spent a lot of time with my dad hmm. um, during grade school time. And um, I'm in a car with him, so I'm listening yeah. to whatever music he's listening to. And I loved Sade. I remember, I think it was like my ninth birthday. I asked for like the greatest, like the best of Sade. Mm. And my people were like, you're like a kid and you want Sade. Like, I want yeah. what I want. I was like, yeah, I want yeah, that. Music, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was just being around my dad and the type of music that he played. And I found myself being in this room, being in my room and like playing these songs and like learning them and singing them inside of my room mm-hmm. and he had a anita baker cd too that i was still and put in my little speaker box and learn the lyrics and stuff too and then as far as like jill scott um i was still my older sister's cds <laughs> and, and listen to jill scott and um learn her songs so the first song that i learned by jill scott was he loves me like mm. i was a little kid mm. oh my god this is mm. incredible mm. so um it was cool to for context, I'm sorry. How old are we? I'm like nine. Ooh, oh, yeah. little little kid. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a little kid. Around that, yeah, around that age group. Using them notes at nine. Yeah, I was stuff I wasn't, wasn't supposed to be listening to. Now, did okay. did you? Un- I'm glad you said that. Did you understand what you were singing, I or did. were you just okay? I absolutely oh, did. Okay. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. In that heart and in that soul at an early age, I see it. I see it. Are are we the only singer in the family? Or no? Okay. Well, in sings? my immediate family, um, my brother sings. My brother sings and he raps. Okay. And um, my maternal grandmother, she can sing like. Okay. <laughs> you know it's serious when you throw that A in there. Place uh-huh. that I with that A. She can sing. Oh my gosh! Like they call her Mother Williams mm. at, in her church, and when she get up, mm-hmm. put her hand on her hip, and mm. she just gets to blowing. Mm. So, um, yeah, my grandmother, my maternal grandmother sings. All of my brother, all of my uncles on my dad's side, they sing. Like they actually have a, a group. Okay. And they sing in the church. I don't think anybody even knows that, but like my uncles, they they sing. So it runs in the family. Then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, yeah really can sing and yeah so even with knowing that it still took you a minute to come go ahead and come on out like. but those are like extended family yeah members. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And, okay um my brother he didn't start like really singing until like more recent like i knew my brother can sing and we would like have like sing-offs with each other when we were kids but it was just fun yeah during that time yeah so yeah the clarinet wow. <laughs> The clarinet. I was just looking at my picture with my clarinet last night, which is crazy. Why? Why the clarinet of all instruments? And uh, do you still play? No, I don't play anymore. Okay. Um, but I played the clarinet because one of my older sisters played the clarinet, okay. and she was in um, the marching band. I think in middle school, high school, and in college. So it was like, well, your sister played a clarinet, so you gonna play a clarinet? One of those things. Yeah. Um, because I actually wanted to play the violin, but I got forced into the clarinet. And then I was like, oh, I actually like the way it sounds. Like, this is cool. I want to play the sax. But I never I never went that far. There was a gap in um, the things that I was doing during that time. I was like, I'm too good to be playing an instrument. I don't want to be a band geek. But I was, I was, I was a wild child. That, I, that's what I forgot to say. I had the same <laughs> mindset as far as when it came to, like, instruments. Because, like, at this time, I'm, I'm on the east side going to school and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout outs to Markham Middle School. And, oh, yeah. Look at my mom yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my band teacher was just like, well, my choir teacher was the band teacher too. 
And so he's like, you need to come join the band. And I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> You're not about to get me beat up. It's bad enough that I'm in this class. <laughs> I'm not about to do it. Is is there any other instrument that you have a desire of wanting to learn how to play? Um, The piano and the guitar. Mm-hmm. Like Acu- acoustic or just... Acoustic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Playing yeah. the band geek. So I was actually in the band in middle school. I was in like the marching band. Okay. So I had to walk around with like this big ass fucking uh, instrument case. Mm-hmm. And I hated it. It was so big. It was long, like this long. It was heavy. And I'm like still tiny. Yeah. So it's bigger than my arms, bigger than like so basically you, my body. So you had and to like, uh, they, they had you guys in uniforms and you had to, because the clarinet's the one you play sideways. No, it's. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Sideways is a, a flute. Okay. But, um, I didn't like that. I didn't like having to like walk around with my instrument. And I I went to Perry Middle School in Gardena. So okay. they have this overpass. Yeah. And the overpass is where like the band room was. And all of the cool kids is on the other side of campus, which is where I spent most of my time. So I used to be like, all right, see y'all later. I got to go haul my instrument home in this overpass. You never used so, to leave it in a locker? I'm going to yeah. come get you later. We never use lockers. No? Yeah, we didn't, uh, we didn't get to use any lockers. I was no. going to say, did musical instruments even fit in lockers? Some of them, depending on what you had. You know? Yeah, no. Either that or leave it in one of your favorite cl- uh, teacher's classes. Yeah, yeah everybody yeah, does I would, that. I would do that. <laughs> I'll come get it later. Like, it's going to be okay in here, right? Now, I want to ask, Candy, because since I've known you, you've always been a very family-oriented person mm-hmm. and very big on bringing people together. <laughs> Can you give us a, you know, just a little... A little background on your family because I know you've got sisters. Yeah. You know, and, and mom and dad are awesome, but, you know, for the folks at home. So, like, just the whole family dynamic? Yeah, like, like, because I've noticed when I come to, like, anything that you and your family is doing, like, everybody who comes already just feels apart. Yeah. You know, and that's rare because you can't go to everybody's house and feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so my parents have been married for 35 years maybe 36 mm. years shout out to mom Ooh, and pops I get the years right but um yes my parents have been married my entire life and i'm the youngest out of five so mm. i have four sisters and i'm sorry i have three sisters and one brother that's right before me um yeah that's the family dynamic but as far as like me wanting to bring people together and staying family oriented my parents both had the mentality of like family is everything yeah family is everything you love on one another if you have friends you treat them like family and you love on them too so love was like a big thing that was taught to me as a child like i grew up in and around love so for for that it's like Whenever my friends are around, like they meet my family, and my family are like, okay, well, we love her. So yeah. if she's bringing you guys around, we, we love you guys too. And um, one thing about my family is I, if I do anything, like if I have a show, if I'm practicing for something, like they all show up. Like I just um, had a gig uh, for Father's Day on Father's Day yeah. when we should be celebrating my father. Um, my dad came, my mom came, my brother came. He's oh, we'll dad. make it a thing. Yeah, they were like, we're just going to make it a thing. We'll just go to the brunch and see Candace sing. And the entire family came. My cousin came. Like That's love because you, you don't get that. Yeah. You don't yeah. get that. It's just pulling teeth to get family members and stuff like that to be involved with you, especially when it's something that you love to do. Yeah. So that's special. That's, that's, that's rare. Yeah. And I noticed... Your mom and dad love each other out loud. Like that, I don't say out loud, but I mean they no, love each yeah, other. Like, like, like every time I see your parents, it's like visual, and you don't see that in black folks. Yeah, like my mom and dad, like they step. 
So, like, if any of us have, like, a birthday party at a club, they'll come to the club. Mm. And they do that little two-step in the club with all the youngers around them. They don't care. They're like, yeah, we had a party, they atmosphere. But my parents, they met at a club. Mm. They met at some mm. club in, I don't know, somewhere out here. Um, so they know how to have a good time. They know how to, like, enjoy themselves and still, like, love on one another. So when I have anything or any of my siblings have anything, like, my parents show up. And they're like, we here for a good time, too. What's yeah. up? Yeah. So... Pulling, cool. pulling back to the music, mm-hmm. you mentioned songwriting, mm-hmm. knowing how to write. Uh, how did that come about? Like, what was what was that journey like for you? Um, that journey for me was again when I was younger. I had like this crazy, vivid like imagination. So I, I started off like writing little stories, mm-hmm. and um, I loved reading books. So I guess that kind of helped with building my imagination. Okay, and in reading books. Like, I would go to sleep or, like, be daydreaming about things in my head. And um, I had a diary and I had, like, notebooks. I still have notebooks today. Like, I have so many damn notebooks um, that I just casually write in. And I didn't know it was, like, songwriting. It was just like, oh, I just want to write about this. I want to talk about this, like, as a kid. Um, And then I had interest in poetry. So then I tried to to do poems. I I wouldn't say I tried to do poems. I did did poems. Yeah. I did poems like as a young girl, but then I stopped. I stopped from middle, uh, stopped from high school up until college. So there was a big gap in where people didn't know that I did any of that stuff because I was focusing on school. Yeah. But every it was now, really like a personal hobby. Yeah, but every now and again, like I would still do it, but I was so busy with everything else that I didn't really have time to focus on like tapping into that. Was it therapeutic? It was therapeutic. These days, it's not as therapeutic because I, I've lived some life. So mm. I'll be like, I don't, know if I don't know if I want to write this down. I mean, life imitates art. And, and it's at its best when, when you're doing it that way. That's been my most recent struggle is before having this like innocent, this innocence to me where I can, you know, create whatever I want to create in my head or fantasize about love or fantasize about things that I want to do with friends or whatever the case may be that that came so much more easily as an innocent child that just had this crazy imagination mm-hmm. um but these days as I'm trying to write music it's a little bit harder because it's tapping into vulnerability and like your feelings and emotions and all that stuff and that's just a totally different and that's that's special I, I encourage you to to step into that a little bit more it Everybody's journey is different, but once you get there, oh, you fall in love with yourself all over again in a way that you never thought that you could. Mm-hmm. Just coming coming from my aspect as of being a singer slash songwriter, like it's, it brings so much joy. So I, I encourage you to move forward into that. You know, what I'm saying a little bit more. Speaking of which, do we have anything uh, on wax? Any any music? No, no. I don't. All I don't. these years. All these years, I don't. Because have, have there been opportunities? Yeah, there's been opportunities. Okay. I haven't. I have some stuff, but I haven't finished them. Got you. Uh, just because I'm an overthinker, you know how being a creative gets. So it's like, ah, this could be so much better, mm-hmm. or it's missing a piece here, and I'll jump on to the next next project. Um, so this year, though, I've told myself like completion. Yeah. Is the goal execution and completion? It's good to start. Message. <laughs> Um, it's good to start. That's great. It's a great start. But um, now that more people are interested in asking me, do you have anything? Um, I want to be like, yeah. I don't want to be like, oh, no, I'm still working on stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that's whack. Yeah. So completion is the current goal 
that I'm working on right it's now. It's a great And when it came to uh, songwriting in the beginning, because you said you had uh, like multiple books you were writing, right? Mm-hmm. So what were you drawn to write um, back then originally? Like what, what was it that inspired it? Because you said it wasn't uh, like the life stresses. So <laughs> It was boys. I was a young girl. <laughs> You was writing fairy tale stories. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh my God. Just <laughs> thinking back. Prince Charming and always, always about a boy, about some boy and It's like you go from playing house on the playground and going home like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that and that's how it all started. Yeah. Like having crushes on like little boys and I'm like, Oh, he's so cute, I love, I can see us, da 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 like that's so you you wasn't rhyming or anything at that point. You was just. I did try to rhyme though. Okay. I did, actually did try to rhyme. Okay. Mm. How did I knew that. Work that out? I knew that at least. Like okay, well, like the end of your sentence needs to like have a word that's rhyming with what you said before. So, mm. Yeah. So love. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, it's different versions of it at different ages, but love, love songs, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So would you say love songs is your preference now, or? Um. I actually do. I do want to write love songs, but um, I haven't really experienced like really true, like good love to inspire that. Mm-hmm. So I would have to tap into my imagination or like my fantasy or like what what I desire or maybe what I see my parents have or what I grew up listening to. Yeah. Or do you have to, as I was, was going to ask you too, Mac, on that, do you have to experience that kind of love to sing about it or to write? I want, th- I want I that, would, though. I would say no, but at the same time, if you've been through it, like I, like I told her, like, be, be encouraged, step into it a little bit more because when I take my experiences and, and I pour it into my music, it just creates a whole different atmosphere. You deliver it differently. Mm-hmm. You cater it differently. Uh, you, you, you sing it differently. You write about it differently. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, it's more to play with because it's like, how can I tell my story without fully pulling the curtain back? Mm, and then yeah. that's when the creative space gets in like I'm to a point now like I started with poetry as well and mm-hmm. then I stopped writing poetry and I started writing raps and I was like well I sing maybe I should start writing songs mm. yeah. and so it's just it's all about the journey and, and the message that you're looking to bring but it opens up so much to play with and to be creative with so it's like you you fade a little bit into well I haven't been through this but I've seen it and I understand it enough to tell somebody else about it yeah. And then you can mix in a little bit of you and then a little bit of what you don't know. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. just pull it all together. It's, it's so much fun that you can have with it. Man, we gonna, but you know what? We're going to tap into more of that. We're going to take one quick break, y'all, because we got we to gotta yeah. pay some bills. Yeah. We're going to come back with more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Candy yeah. Lane, y'all. Yeah, yeah. You are now rocking with the Patio Politics. Yes, don't yes. feel right if I don't rock with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Back on the patio. Now rocking with the patio politics. Trouble T Mills in the house, and he's behaving himself uh, very well. Very what you well, call him? Well, you say Trouble T Mills? Yeah, oh, yeah, Lord, yeah. That? On the patio. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's on the patio. She panel. said, "Oh yeah. Lord, are you? Uh, is that a facade? Are what you facade? not really trouble? Is that what's going on?" Yeah, I mean, I you know, know y'all give that name, Can- and you know, Can- I, I, I Candy about to expose it all. No, I don't, I don't know that side. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, she wouldn't know anything about Trouble T. Uh, oh, uh, you know, y'all see Trouble T when it's time to come out. Oh, jeez, well. jeez, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Max, sir, Max, how are you feeling? I am all right. I, I am learning. I am in a learning space right now. It's good mm. to be 
within same energy, same type of talents and things of that nature to just get other aspects and perspectives and things of that nature, you know. I'm always a sponge, you know. <laughs> seeing seeing yeah. what I can receive and I'm definitely receiving right now. You all right, Candy? I'm good. Yeah. Doing all right. Doing great, you're doing good, doing mm-hmm. good. Uh, we're gonna take a break on the music for just a smidget because uh, we're gonna have to get back to it to see what the moves are moving forward. Yeah. But uh, modeling, yeah. modeling, yeah, yeah, not 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 shy at all when it comes to the, the camera being <laughs> face, things of that nature. Uh, how, how do we fall into it? It's hit or it's hit or miss with with cameras. Like knowing that a camera is recording me, I'll be like, oh snap, like a camera's on me. Um, Come on. But if a camera really? is snapping, yeah. then that's different. You got to hear that. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. But, you, but you are an actress as well. Yeah, yeah. So you, I'm so, kind of fucked up in the head. But. Well, no, I, w- I wouldn't say that. I mean, you know, I think all creatives still get butterflies. but mm-hmm. All the time. All the time. But that's, t- that's tapping into a, a character versus like a camera being on me and I'm just being myself. So when you're modeling, you're just being yourself. It, I'm stepping into like a sort of like an alter ego. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, where did where did that inspiration first get started? Because I you've been man, LA Fashion Week. I've seen you on all, that all kinds of shows, and I'm just yeah. like, wow. How did modeling become to be? Um, it became to be when I was like in my teens, actually. Um, because I I fit the criteria like, mm-hmm. oh, you're slim, you're tall. You have a pretty face. Um, so um, I was interested in that. But I, I loved being in front of a camera, though. I loved taking pictures, even as a kid and getting older. Um, so um, with modeling, it was just pretty much straightforward as far as, like, I wanted... I want pictures taken of me. I want to promote stuff. Like, I want to see I want to see my face promoting whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and I didn't mind doing runway. That was something that I, I grew to love, like, being able to be in action. So the, the interesting thing about me is in intimate spaces, I'm a little nervous. But if it's, like, a lot of people, then I'm like, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm ready to, like, mm. ready to get into the groove. Um, and I did um, pageants as well. I did pageants. I always did these little things that focused on like just me getting the spotlight i guess you could say it's easier to focus on yourself when it's so many people when it's um, too many people to focus on so i'm just direct all that focus right here and just do my thing not, not necessarily it's i don't know how to explain it honestly just don't know how to explain it but i've, I've enjoyed taking pictures so that's where the whole modeling thing came from but i struggled with that because i actually wasn't tall so back during that time even though modeling has changed over the years like Mm -hmm. anybody can model any Mm -hmm. size any height um any look during that time that i was trying to model like going to um, open calls and modeling agencies i was short Mm -hmm. i'm five seven i'm actually five six and three fourths but i just say five seven because who the hell is gonna get that specific um but i struggled with that because they're like oh you need to be taller like we need to be at least five nine Um, so I was like, well, after that, I'm going to just start, like, finding modeling gigs on my own. Like, I'll just do this shit on my own. And I started, like, lying about my height, putting on, like, high-ass six-inch heels, going on casting calls. And, like, I'm 5'9". We're going to have to, like, yeah. really find out whether mm-hmm. I'm 5'9 or not. And what's crazy is I went to one casting for LA Fashion Week, and they made us take off our heels. Mm-hmm. I was like, are y'all 
serious it's like, yeah and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> like extending my Shoulders body, get up, neck, I'm get extending my body, up, neck long, and yeah. I ended up getting it. That was one of the um, LA Fashion Weeks that I did that I have on my page. When mm. It was it was really dope. It was a really fun experience. Um, but I've I've always been a girly girl. Like I loved makeup. Always loved like getting dolled up. So that fell into um, the modeling thing. Mm. Yeah. So do you have a particular favorite? type of theme or shoot to do because i noticed you've done i love glam i okay. love glam that's my thing like anything super glammed up now that i'm getting like older and um i've always been comfortable in my skin but even more comfortable in my skin like i'm not ashamed to like show what i have mm -hmm. who said that's a crime mm -hmm. i'm not doing nothing raunchy but it's like if i look good then i look good yeah y'all need to see this yeah <laughs> are, are the shirts getting printed up yet Oh, you oh yeah, shirts, oh yeah. Man. Are the shirts the, getting the, printed up yet? The prints, man. You know, it's 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 in the process. I'm trying to figure out what look I want on the shirts. Mm. So, so you weren't just talking then. It's something oh, that no, you're I'm, actually looking to do. I'm serious. Okay. Serious. I have some. Um, so what we're talking about basically is, um, I've done some photo shoots and the way that the pictures are cropped is looks like art. Well, it is art actually because mm -hmm. I'm art. Say that. Um. And it's dope to me, and it seems to be dope to others. And I feel like this can definitely go on a shirt, or this can go on a bag. Like this is something that somebody can rock. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it's not just me cheesing in front of a camera. It's like body angles, or yeah. like mm -hmm. angles of my face. Because you see those type of print shirts in like Old Navy, yeah, and, you know, what I'm saying like stores like shit. that. That's that's me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, definitely gonna do that for sure. Righteous, righteous. Now, righteous. when it comes to modeling, what do you see in the future on the horizon? Because I see that you've done, you know, not just LA Fashion Week, multiple different cities, multiple different photographers, mm -hmm. and different brands, the, con and the concepts. Yeah, you did on the one on the piano and. Oh, but I've actually, I've actually been on some like websites over the years too. Um, what I really want to do is I want to see my face in Times Square for like mm -hmm. a big popular brand. That's something I really want to do. Um, preferably like a beauty brand. Mm -hmm. um, something that's geared towards like skin or something glamorous, makeup, something of that sort. That's what I see myself doing. Like L'Oreal. Yeah. Maybelline. Yeah. And even Don't clothes. Make... Clothes for, you know, petite women that have... You know, a little umph, not too much umph, but petite women that have little curves here and there that mm -hmm. know how to like make outfits work for their bodies. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. A woman of many talents, many, 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 many talents. Mm -hmm. If you had to pick, if you had to pick and choose out of everything that uh, that garners your attention, what would it be? From modeling to acting, stage plays, singing, songwriting. Um. Thing, a, a, a mix up between like singing and modeling but I think I can do both together because I can you know promote myself yeah. basically which essentially is like modeling for myself um, but singing like I would love to tour like around the world like I love to travel so if mm. I can travel for work yeah, 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 for yeah. work and yeah. go to different places and meet different people mm. like that's an ultimate dream of mine yeah. is to travel travel around the world meet different people have people hear my voice like just that full-blown experience is something i want to do i'm not trying to be the next beyonce i'm not i don't want to be a mega star i want to be yeah, yeah. someone that's comfortable and you know like every now and again she's going to have a show where she's dropping yeah, a project and yeah. like, 
I love those type of artists too. Mm. So that's something that is um, near and dear to me. And I told myself this year because over the past couple of years, I've been going through like all types of crazy shit. So I told myself this year, being more intentional, being more authentically myself, actually sharing with the world what my interests are and actually showing them what I do mm-hmm. because I am still kind of secretive too. So like, if you know me, know me, then you're like, oh, like she sings, she can dance, like she can model. She can dance, dance. okay. Yeah, dance, okay. Is in there. dance is in there too. Um, I took dancing classes um, growing up as well. So like I okay. do all of the artsy all the RC shit. That's that's been me. Hip hop. I was gonna say too because you ballet or you, you didn't inform yeah. the folks that uh, you were also a very talented actress. Oh, I said that. Yeah, yeah but you didn't know. Yeah. But I'm saying like you know your, your oh, films. Oh, I, I haven't whatnot. I haven't posted anything because again I I get weird with like watching myself in front of the camera. I could be in front of the camera, but then that like rewatching myself, which I've heard a lot of actors, a lot of creators are like that. Yeah. Are like that. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to figure out how to move around that uh, space of I mean, you're, you're always going to critique yourself because you want to be your, the best version of and yourself. That's what it you know is. What and, and I feel you because sometimes I just be like, I don't know what y'all saw, but all right, let's let's rock with it. Then. Yeah. But it's for everybody else at the same time to see, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Not really to. Because it's for everybody else. Yeah, it's, you know? it's, it's entertainment. Yeah. You know? I'm super critical. I would say that I'm a super critical person. And so I'm being more intentional on like getting out of my head mm-hmm. and like being open, exposing myself more and actually just like being comfortable in that. Yeah. I don't know where that I don't know where that um, apprehensiveness came from. I, I don't know. Um, but as of today and um, like more recently, I've noticed that that's a thing that I have and like just moving around it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're always going to have a room there. You know, yeah. As long as you know that, and it could be your safe place, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. where you just go and retreat back to and get collect yourself and bring it all back together. But as long as you step out and, you know, put it on display, because a, a gift is a gift, and yeah. a gift is to be given and shared, mm-hmm. you know, not to be kept with oneself. So I, I'm going to keep saying it and continuously, like, yeah. give it, give it. Yeah. There's somebody out there that needs it, and mm-hmm. you'll never know if you never share it. That's true. Man, change people's life, you know? Mm-hmm. It's special. And it may not even be on a stage. It may just be like old girl who was in the Uber, you know? Mm-hmm. That that whole show, like I said, you blew everybody else out of the water, but that, you know, could have inspired her even more. Yeah. I hope she's doing good, too. Shout out to her. I don't even remember her name. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that was a great show. Now, you sang on other stages as well, too. I saw you sang in New York. I did. I did. Um, How was that for you? It was great, actually. I almost moved to New York because I was like, mm. oh, y'all show love out here. This is, y'all got energy. Um, but yeah, I sang at um, this place called mm. Ashford and Simpson, mm. um, which was great. I actually still stay in contact with the people there. And I did it for the first time in 2019. And like the people are great. They're very personable. Um, and then the other spot I went to was um, Cafe Wa. So for any anybody that's looking for live music in New York, <laughs> promoting them. In New um, York. But uh, yeah, that was a great experience. What happened was um, I had just <laughs> I had just lost I had just lost my job um, due to a performance that I had, and no one knew that. So this is actually I don't think you knew. I don't nah, know if, I, don't I know didn't. If I told you, um, but I had a I had a performance 
um, in like Koreatown out here. And I was working a regular job, like a nine to five job. And I had told my boss like ahead of time, like I didn't tell her exactly what I was doing, but I was like, hey, I'm gonna need this time off. And it was like a remote job too, yeah. where you can work from home, you can like um, make up your hours at home and stuff like that. So I'm like, oh, it'll be like easy breezy. Like she'll understand. Cause she's been like really like lenient every other time mm-hmm. or understanding every other time. And like for for some reason this day she was not letting us. She was like, no, you cannot leave work early. I'm like, what you, first of all, you can't tell me what I can't. Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not Start there. That. Yeah. Um, but she's like, no, like you can't leave work early. And I'm like, oh, well, I have like other obligations. Like I have financial obligations, family obligations, and stuff like that. I, I just, I just, I didn't. I wasn't even trying to take the day off. I was just trying to be done with work by a certain time so I could make it. Yeah, yeah. Sound check, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally just sound check. And like she gave me a hard ass time. Like we got into it over the phone. Like she she called to make sure that I was in work. And I'm just like, now you pushing it. You yeah. really pushing it. She just so happened to be out of town in Vegas um, on like a business trip and bothering me. I'm like, why are you bothering me? Like I said I was coming to work, but I also told you I'm leaving at four. Rather you approve that shit or not. I gave you like two weeks in advance yeah. notice. My other coworkers were like, we'll work her, we will work her hours for her. Mm-hmm. And she was like, um, Rejecting it all. So like, no, okay, now I you, told now her you, no. Now you fucking with me directly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's um, personal now. Yeah, it's personal. And then she's calling my phone like, "Where are you? Like, are you at work?" I'm like, "Yes, bitch. I'm at like, I'm at work. Like, why are you bothering me?" So we end up getting getting into an argument while I'm sitting at my desk at work, and I'm like, "You know what? Fuck this." Yeah. Like because the conversation got so heated to where like. If she came back to work that next Monday and I was work that next Monday. Hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. So I was like, yeah, I got to get up out of here all together. Mm. And I just packed my stuff up. Packed my stuff up. And I got in a car. I called my mom. I was like, damn, I get fucked up. All this other type of stuff. And I, well, I got a show today. And I was like, well, anyways, I just packed up my stuff. I just quit my job. And um, I'm about to head down to Koreatown for this show. Man. And um, all my friends and my family showed up. And... Um, at that point, so I, I was unemployed, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, I'm not really feeling this like work stuff. Like work is getting in the way of me doing the things that feel good to me. It's getting in the way of me singing. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't have the free time that I need. So I was like, I'm gonna just lay off of work for a minute. Yeah. And I had money saved up, so I was like, I'm cool. Like I just want to be me. And I was, like, I'm going to New York. I'm just going to New York by myself because I just need a break. Mm. So I took I took a trip to New York and I went to those places to sing by myself. Like I looked up places to go sing live mm-hmm. and I reached out to like some some friends that I knew that that live in New York and they recommended those spots. So when wow. I was mad, I was excited from the show that I did, but I was mad at like my job and things mm-hmm. just not aligning. I was like, you know, I'm just going to New York and I'm I'm a scene there and see how that work out. They wow. were aligning. Wow. And it were. They really were. And God. New York is a big city like LA. Yeah. And very known to be a very aggressive city, but I didn't feel any of that. I flew in, I did two different nights where I was singing completely by myself. And like everybody showed me love and I still talk to them to this day. And I was like, Well damn, low key, maybe I should move to New York. Maybe I should move here. And uh, I did, and I ended up moving to Atlanta after that. Like, literally, like, the next week. To do the same thing. As a matter of fact, Man. hold that. Yeah. Hold that. We're going to get that. into hold Atlanta. That. Hold that. Hold that. Hold that. T, take us to commercial real quick, man. We got to take one more quick break, y'all. Here on the Patio Politics with Candy Elaine. Shout out to our sponsors. More on the patio. Yeah, yeah. Be right back. Mm-hmm. 
You are now rocking with the patio politics. Yeah, yeah, we are back on the patio, y'all. Are Here you mesmerized? Am I mesmerized? Yeah. I'm, I'm chilling, brother. I'm, 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 I'm mesmerized. I was yeah. just seeing if I was by myself here, but I'll be nah, by man, myself. I'm, I'm, no, no, no. I'm, I'll I'm, be by myself. I'm enjoying it, man. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you really, really quickly before we talk about Atlanta. You started off with a live band. Yeah. I know there's possibly been times where you've performed without a live band. Mm-hmm. How was that transition, and how did it make you feel? Um. So I don't like performing without a live band yeah don't like it at all because it's just a it's a totally different feeling that you get whole different energy it's a whole it's crazy like you just transform into this whole different like type of person you feel it more and you just really can get into your bag when mm-hmm. it's like once you once you feel uh, that vibration uh, uh. whichever instrument then you're like oh yeah yeah it's time okay um so yeah that's it's not a preference for me to like sing with um a backtrack but i will but the first time without it you, first time without it? it was weird yeah because i started off like we had said like with the live band so i was like okay first i was nervous to do mm-hmm. it because it was just like me jumping straight into it but once the band started going i was like all right like showtime right, you know what i want to ask both of y'all but especially you candy when it comes to that i've heard that a lot of singers don't prefer bands and so that's is wild it, so is it like that's wild. is it do you feel like people behind you supporting you or is it because i've heard a lot of singers prefer the track because they know what's coming yeah versus like i i, I don't know it's, it usually seems to be the opposite i'm not a Maybe music they're person. not depending on yeah. like just just like um. following the flow of the music because sometimes like when you're performing like everybody kind of get lost and you it's literally like you're just following along like the, the you're being led you're, yeah you're literally just being mm, led that's the lead. crazy experience that yeah. you're being led so you can kind of like feel when they're going to change up and uh change up a sound or mm-hmm. go higher go lower and then you can control it yourself too mm. like with your like your hand gestures like mm. yeah. you tell them to like go lower speed it up stop whatever the case so mm. you actually have control yeah over that it's, it's wow. you're you're in sync with, with what's going on because like for me personally i'm gonna make it real quick like i was performing with live bands that didn't know that i was doing it singing in church you know what i'm saying you don't yeah. you don't look at it that way and then when i had my first actual official performance where i was doing my own music and stuff like that it was with a live band mm-hmm. so that energy and everything it came mm-hmm. to me and then when i had to switch over to the other side it was just like okay we got to tailor this to where i could still be in control yeah. To where I'm performing with, with my track, but it's not my lead. A lot of people perform with their leads, and it's just like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? <laughs> well, like now, now you're you're expecting people to know the words to your song, and you you're you're on a superstar type level uh, atmosphere where you're just like, yeah, I'm gonna stand here and let my track do all the work or whatever. It's like, nah, uh, I'm about to perform. Band, yeah, the band do yeah, thing. yeah. The, on, the only way I could do that is if I'm doing karaoke, and it's just like, oh, yeah. I'm about to I'm about to tear it up. <laughs> I'm about to I'm about to tear this thing up. But yeah. It's just I didn't I didn't know I was doing the live band thing, mm. and then I had to realize I've always been doing this. Mm. I just never paid attention to it because in church you don't pay attention to that. Yeah. Oh, I'm just leading this song, or yeah. oh, I'm just singing with everybody else, and it's just like nah, the band is where it's at. Yep, that's the, what it is. The band is where it's at. Yeah. Everybody that's been telling you that and they a singer, I don't want to say they ain't a singer, but uh, <laughs> well, I heard from others that they said like real singers sing with a band. So yeah, and because when you sang it unplugged, that was the that was really the kicker of it, right? Like, yeah, that's when things uh, really started like moving for me. Um, once I 
ended up doing Unplugged. Yeah. And they, they had a really great band, too, that I, I really enjoyed working with. You know, I've noticed a pattern. It's, with you sharing that story about the singing in Koreatown in New York, I remember before Unplugged, both times, you sang twice, didn't you? I sang it three times. Yeah, you said, well, okay, I saw, I saw it twice, but I know each time that before you sang, and then also, for those who don't know, before you did Peace Divided by Mind, each time you had something going on in your life, like that day or the day right before, your big performance or when you was on set. Crazy, some crazy shit. It's always conflict. You sang, always you conflict. sang at Christmas, remember? Yeah. Wait, which you talking about for Unplugged? Unplugged, yeah. Yeah. When you sang Santa Baby, because you were hitting me up that day, like talking it's about always, things you had some, going. It's always some wild shit like that happens to me right before a performance, which I also feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Y'all irritated me with these like expectations that I don't want to like live up to. And then y'all just being weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah so with like thinking back to all of those instances where i had performances of any kind whether i'm singing what i'm doing like um when we did piece of out of my mind i had some shit going on <laughs> i had some shit going on then too but i still pushed through because i'm like mm-hmm. well this is what i really want to do y'all just i don't understand why it's like weird energy over here but i'm not about to tap into that and i'm not about to keep letting you know these things get in my way mm-hmm. and that yeah. was what was happening to me like the years prior was i was like subjecting myself or like leaning into like the things that like the expectations of the jobs that I had yeah I was I was like letting go of the things that brought me real joy just so that I can like stay on the job or like look good on the job and as I got older I was like fuck fuck that job yeah you know this is what I really want to do yeah so what made you let go of New York and uh go ahead and move on to ATL I'll say yeah so um it was it was such a weird time right then and there because I remember having such a great trip, like unexpectedly. Because sometimes I just I just do shit. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be what it's gonna be. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I think gonna that's a Leo thing. I think so. Yeah. Um, and on my flight back home, so I actually when I went to New York, I had been talking about moving to Atlanta for years. So let mm. me say that that I was like, I love Atlanta. I'm gonna find my way to Atlanta. Like I want to move to Atlanta. Y'all gonna see me in Atlanta. And then I went to New York and I had this great experience um, musically. And um, on my flight back home to LA, still unemployed during this time, um, I remember praying on the flight and I was like, God, am I supposed to be in New York or am I supposed to be in Atlanta? Like, please tell me before I get home. Like, what? where am I supposed to be? Because New York was really, I I felt something Mm -hmm. really great in my spirit. And, when I had literally when I had landed in LA I, I landed at 1 a.m went to my sister's house and we had a family friend over that worked in um, Atlanta that I actually had been trying to get a job job from for like two fucking years hmm. and I'm like nigga I've been calling you you telling me about you gonna get me into your job and stuff like that and now you're here at my house like here at my sister's house when I'm out of town and now you're like Oh, I got a job. I got a job available in Atlanta. I'm like, nigga, I just called you like two months ago, literally. And, but I was like, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Cause at that point, what I also did was, um, I was staying with my sister at the time. And I told her, this is 2019. I'm staying with my sister at the time. And I told her like, I'm not about to be staying with you majority of 2019. I'm going to find my way to Atlanta. So I have to start there, actually. I was like, I'm going to move to Atlanta this year. I don't know how, I don't know when, but, like, this is going to be the year. So don't think that I'm going to be here for long. Yeah. And then the performance happened where I lost my job, and then I was out of work for a while, went to New York. So I was just, like, trying to figure everything out. 
Um, and I told my sister the month of July, like I was moving out. I was moving out and I was going to stay with one of my close, my best friends at the time. I was going to do like some crazy shit, like sleep, like sleep on her couch mm-hmm. for like a couple That's months. That's crazy. Bar, I was, this is when I got my bartending certificate mm. that I just told you about. you just told me about. <laughs> just yeah. told about. So I was like, I'm going to get a bartending certificate and I'm going to learn how to bartend. And then I'm going to just fly in Atlanta. I'm going to get a, like a bartending gig. And I'm going to find a place to stay. Like that was my, in my head, like my crazy plan. Um, all while the New York shit is happening. Like, that was my my plan. I had packed my bags mm-hmm. also. I packed my bags at my sister's house because I was getting ready to move with my friend once I got back from New York. I was going to move with my friend, stay with her for a couple months so that I could move to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. That was the plan. But instead, I arrived in L.A. with my bags already packed, and I had a job waiting for me yeah. in Atlanta. Okay. That included, like, pay and housing and stuff like that. So I was like, well, God, I just asked you where you want me to be. Yeah, and you just answered. And what, you just answered. Was it involving music or? It wasn't. Okay. It wasn't involving music. And I was so like this, uh, I was so to dream. Like, well, if you take on this job, like you'll have all the time to like go on your casting. Because mm-hmm. I wanted an agent. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get an agent so I can like get some like print work, some acting gigs, um, figure out like how to maneuver around and like get singing gigs. Mm-hmm. So I had a whole plan. And this family friend knew that and he's like oh yeah you'll be able to do all that with this job you have all all the time um so i move because first of all i was gonna move anyway mm-hmm. my bags was already packed i moved in three days mm. and i had to send text messages out to my friends like hey by the way i'm always doing some like crazy last minute shit and people be rocking with me so i'm like hey i remember that i'm actually moving to atlanta like next week and like i'm doing a going away party in like two days yep. can you make it and they was like, wow, like, congrats. We know you always want to move to Atlanta, but damn, like, just like that? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> and I had a really big um, going away party. Everybody showed up. It was it was really great. But made it to Atlanta, started working this job um, out in Atlanta that took all of my time, my mental peace, my emotional peace, mm. my spiritual peace, mm. um, which essentially led me back home. <laughs> Yeah, back to the roots. Yeah, back to the roots, which basically was um a time of enlightenment or awakening really to where it's like you can't keep playing with this shit yeah you can't keep like i was trying to do stuff in atlanta though i want to be clear i was trying to but like i legitimately like could not like it was so many like block blockages and block i was just like this is crazy like i I came here god sent me here like i prayed he delivered i'm here and i had this plan and every time i try to do something like i just legitimately can't for reasons that I won't speak on but it was just a lot of things happening during that time that I just I was just trying to survive I was in survival mode yeah so I couldn't do shit that I came out there to do that I intended on doing I was just trying not to fucking lose my mind yeah he sent you there to get it out your system I was gonna say because <laughs> I remember talking to you and I was like you, I was like you 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 were singing like yeah like, you know, and I doing? thought you was Everybody. going out there to Atlanta to sing and so you know yeah so everything got put on like this crazy back burner and i just went through i just went through life went through like living life in another state mind you he mentioned earlier i'm very family oriented and i'm mm-hmm. with my friends yeah. i moved to atlanta with no friends out there no, no family out there i'm yeah. just like I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna find my way i'll be all right yeah um and so all of those elements were missing too okay see that happened for you though that happened for you because Sometimes, you know, not, I mean, but look at, I've seen you come back with a renewed passion. Like I haven't seen yeah. you have before in undergrad. 
yeah. and before I even knew that you sang, you know, mm-hmm. and I mean, you've been singing, you've been singing what, every every week damn near? Well, yeah. no, not every week, but yeah, I've been singing more. You've been you singing know? a lot. She's been singing a lot, y'all. Yeah. So, <laughs> Thank you. Now, now that you're back, acting, yes. Yes. Yeah, so, Singing, yes. yes. Modeling, uh, yes. The goal is to get back into those things. Okay. I spend so much time just like surviving. Yeah. Um, then now it's like no more like I'm even though I'm a very like confident person and do a lot of things and like do it with like gusto, I'm still like modest. Mm-hmm. So as an adult, I'm trying to get out of like my modesty. Mm-hmm. It's like you got it, girl. Like just finding a balance. It. Yeah, balance finding a balance. I've, I grew up in like a very humble home. Yeah. So I had to get out of my head as far as like, it's okay to promote yourself. It's okay to do these things. Like, it's okay. Like, this doesn't come off as like vanity or anything like that. Like, this is what you were here to do and you feel good doing it. And you're yeah. not doing it to make anybody else feel any, any type of way. It's all about you. Definitely. It has everything to do with you. I was going to say, because when you perform, I noticed like, there, there were times before when you didn't completely let go, and then I seen when you have let go mm-hmm. in singing, so you do have that modesty in you. Yeah. Even, even going back to undergrad, for those who don't know, you are our Capricorn queen. Mm-hmm. And even then, you were still carrying yourself very modestly. I was carrying myself modestly. Yeah, you were. Not modestly. Yeah, you were. That, it doesn't work. So you, <laughs> you, you, you were very like, uh, like, like. Even though I'm the queen, I'm not going oh, to like, yeah. show yeah, off every, everybody. Yeah. But you know, but you carried it well. Yeah. You know, and and within your singing and everything else, I've noticed that. But what is that switch that allows you to kind of like let loose when you're singing? Like when I saw you sing in Hollywood recently, mm-hmm. you. I mean, you let it go there. Yeah. And you sang the same song I had seen you sing before, yeah. and it was I'm different. Back to what I knew. I'm yeah. Like, all right. <laughs> so I'm gonna deliver it again. Dip. Yeah. Um, honestly, just just not being afraid. Like I guess, like over the years, I just was afraid to be me. For maybe I didn't realize that I cared about what people think, even though I didn't. I didn't think that of myself. Mm-hmm. I like, I don't care what nobody thinks. I do whatever I want to do, which essentially I do. Like I do a lot of stuff, like not last minute but a lot of sporadic stuff for myself and unapologetically Mm -hmm. so i had to have a conversation with myself like so why in these areas are you are you still like confidently doing things but then when it comes to the true desires of your heart you're like very modest you're very close i'm like yeah i sing or yeah i model yeah i act like no you can say it confidently Mm -hmm. you know promote yourself confidently without it coming off yeah coming off in a bad way you know so with uh with those out there in the atmosphere watching listening uh that are afraid mm. and don't know how to step out of that fear what would you tell them what 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 gym would you leave them with to get them to move forward within their purpose and not be afraid um really just having a relationship with God and I'm I'm so serious about having a relationship with God if you don't believe in anything you better find something to believe in like there's no way that we're all here just because yeah so um find something to believe in and like really tap into that really have those intimate conversations with yourself and like really take the time to like peel layers back like study yourself yeah so I'm very introspective that mm-hmm. so I would say that's a gift of mine but a curse of mine with my introspection is like being a hard critic too deep yeah too deep i'd be like damn like now you beating yourself up and this is supposed to be a moment in Uh, the same space it's like am i being too deep 
Mm. Am I riding myself harder than what I actually am? Like maybe I need to be where I'm, where I am. You know, discovering. Yeah. Or allowing yourself to see yourself for who you truly are and accept that, and that That's is the greatness. Is is accepting who you really truly are. Because every time I try to do something else, some crazy shit always end up happening. Like I, I got stories for days. Yeah. Like just bullshit. Yeah. Like, I, I got, I got some good bullshit stories for y'all, for real, for real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the patio politics. We here with Kenday. Man, tell Kendi. the people how they can find you on social media. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok. Um, at candy that's c-a-n-d-i dot elaine e-l-a-i-n-e candy dot elaine c-a-n-d-i e-l-a-i-n-e all the projects is coming all the pictures is coming yeah. all the music yeah. is coming we cooking up check her out yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh-huh. you, want, you, you you want to give us a little bit of that voice before we get up out of here just a little ooh, bit just no a, you didn't just a, ooh, you knew you, 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 you had to feel it coming Set me up. I mean, I mean, maybe. I mean, you, you can, I you can say. I just told you, know. you I'm modest and I, I'm kind of shy. You know. It's all about moving forward, right? <laughs> I don't. So that's something I need to work on. Is like my go-to like, yeah. little song with somebody like sing something for me. Just mm-hmm, give, give me a run. <laughs> oh lord, hey. I'm gonna fight you after this. Oh, fight me. Uh, <laughs> Chin is available. Um. Uh, hmm. What do I want to sing? A little, a little snippet of. I mean, shoot, vibe with the track that song. <laughs> it's there. Um, there's a song that I like by uh, this artist named Cleo Soul. So I'll do a little bit of that. Yeah. The lyrics that I do know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like, if it's the moment. <clears throat> um, it's basically like, <laughs> why don't you just let go and quiet down your ego? all I got for y'all. Y'all got to pay for the rest of that shit. Hey, yeah. me. Okay. And I will sing for y'all. But why don't you just let go and quiet down your ego? I feel like that's very yeah, like, yeah. in tune with what we've been talking about. That was, that was, that was, yeah, that was in your DM messages, right? Yeah, uh, I just posted yeah, that yeah, yesterday. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, look, yeah. look, 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 look up. Yeah, full circle, full circle, full circle. Uh-huh. circle. Look for that yeah. one. Shout outs to all of our uh, sponsors. There you go. You all got our minds just scramble right now. Risque accessories. Rob Naylor, no bad energy. No bad energy. Legato collection. The Smooth G Luke Show. Creative Edu Care. You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all like, subscribe, hit that notification bell on the patio politics. This has been a great when we appreciate Can I you add something yeah um i want to thank you guys yeah um this was really really great i want to thank everyone in this room those that you can see and those that you don't see mm. um for even asking me to be here this is really like falling into alignment with all of the things that i um manifested or like meditated on in my little my little room my little mm-hmm. box that i have which was to like let people know who you are yeah. And it's something that I was just thinking to myself, like, okay, 2023, you're going to be more authentically yourself. You're not going to hold things back. You're going to let people know who you are and not just hold those, you know, safe, those um, very small, intimate spaces. Like, it's okay to let other people know who you are. Definitely. And right. then I get Jasmine that's like, oh, you want to do an interview? And I'm like, you know what I actually do? Because I've been making sure that i stick to the things that i said which is letting yeah, you all holding know yourself accountable yeah. holding myself accountable That's and then letting letting you all know who i am because yeah. you guys didn't know my story you guys just spoke with me you know just from coming coming through and working on projects so I'm, i thank you guys for that 
Um, and I hope you guys enjoy part of my story and get definitely. to know more. Man, of definitely, 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 definitely. Candy learning, Lynn, y'all. Learning, 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 learning. Hey, like I said, make sure you like, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and we're going to be up out of here like. We hope you stay a while. Because it's right for life. Trying to be part of your life. We got whatever you like. Come on and just give us a try. Yeah. Because it's right for life. Trying to be part of your life. We got whatever you like. Give us a try, yeah. I said it's right up for life. Yeah. Come in with the shows that you like. Yeah. We're trying to be the best on the mic. Yeah. DJ playing cuss that you like, yeah. yeah. It could be the start of your day. Yeah. Or maybe just the end of your night. Uh, uh. But if you're rocking with us, patio politics is gonna do you right. Oh, Cause it's right up for life. Oh. Trying to be part of your life. Yeah. We got whatever you like. Just give us a try, yeah. Cause it's right of the life. Oh. Trying to be part of your life. Oh. We got whatever you like. Ooh. Come on and just give us a try, yeah. We hope you stay a while.